lovers. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I have a friend I'm so excited to introduce you to. <laughs> uh, this is Zach Heckendorf. He is a Denver-based songwriter and performer who has shared stages with legendary acts like the John Butler Trio, Rodrigo y Gabriela, and Michael Franti and the Spearhead. And his album, Hawk Talk, just came out on September 25th. You guys, in three weeks' time, it has had already 170K streams all over the world. So I'm super excited. Now, that's like the, that's the formal introduction for Zach, but I want to tell you that I have known Zach since July. We met in Colorado over a weekend, a plant medicine ceremony, which was life altering and uh, completely switched the trajectory. I think I could say both of our lives, but um, just such a phenomenal experience. And also he is a phenomenal human being. So I'm so glad to have you here, Zach. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is like, uh, I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan because I, 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 you know. (laughs) I listen to your podcast every time it comes out. So this is very cool for me. Thanks for having me. That's awesome. That makes me so happy. And I actually remember thinking something similar is like when we met in July over the weekend, like we all were out there off the grid. You don't show up with your identity. Like you're just Mm -hmm. a human, right? And you hop out of this truck and you got this huge smile on your face. And I just, I remember your energy the first moment that I saw you. And then like we go back into our lives and I'm like looking over your Instagram and all your albums. And I I know you mentioned like you're a songwriter, but oh, he's like super rocking. So it was really cool because I had that same feeling is like, man, I know someone really amazing and special or well, lots of people. Right. But it was really cool to witness that you've done and the success that you've had. So tell us a little bit about all this success and, and actually tell us about how you got started. How did I get started? So, um, I, I mean, I've, I've been obsessed with music since I was a kid, like very, very obsessed and when I was 10, I started taking guitar lessons. And right after my first guitar lesson, I was writing, I was writing a song. And so I kind of feel like songwriting is just in my blood. I was writing and recording um, throughout my, my younger years. And then when I was 16, I, I recorded a, an EP, uh, just five acoustic songs that blew up in my high school and ended up kind of blowing up around the Denver area that led to management and labels and all this stuff very, very quickly. And so when I was deciding to go to college, I had the opportunity to, to, to sign with the label and decided to take that ride. So I've been a professional musician for about 10 years now, and uh, it's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible and inspiring. And um, the, the quick success, how do you feel? what is your experience of that rapid success Mm. um, from your first EP then you know being signed like I know you know some people are at it and like you said you've been you've been obsessed with music for so long so it it would be it would make perfect sense that there's that quick turnover but how was your experience of that it was, I mean, it's interesting because I'm still learning uh, about my early experience and there's there's stuff about my early experience with how how my career started that I'm still um, just figuring out. I, I think uh, with the early success, what happened was this, this, you know, this art 
that I was making quickly got uh, tied up also with like the business, the commerce side of art and music. And so a lot, a lot of my journey has been interesting because those two things have been mixed from a, a very young age. And so in a lot of ways, I'm sort of like working on returning to this, the purity of it and, and like trying to stop thinking about the business um, and yeah, just returning to why I loved it in the first place. And it's not that I never did, you know, but there is something about art and commerce and when they come together that just, it, it doesn't take away the purity. It just, I don't know. It's another factor. I'm with you on that. I completely understand. And um, I like I like that where you are, um, having been very successful and assigned artist and professional for 10 years, is you just straight up said, like, I'm still figuring it out, right? There's still pieces to work on and, oh, yeah. and to master and perfect and all of that. But then you are so right, and I'm so glad that you spoke into that, uh, the difference and the also the collapse between art and business or art yeah. and commerce. Yeah. Because so many incredibly skilled artists who, you know, for lack of a better phrase right now, will never be successful, right? Mm-hmm. Or never, yeah. say, be celebrated because they don't have commerce either. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that perspective or kind of maybe even what would you share with someone who's an amazing artist but doesn't know how to get themselves out there? I mean, I guess what I would share is that the art is obviously what matters the most. But I think if you, once you decide like, oh, I'm going to make my money off of this. That is, that is another step, you know? Um, and, and I think that that's a journey of its own. And so um, as much as I've learned about music over the years, a lot of what I've been learning is business and how to handle business relationships and how to go into meetings and sit up with a straight spine and um, a lot of that stuff. And also I think, uh, one of the things I'm learning and, and struggling with, and I, I'm inspired by your your hustle, is is just the social media game in general, and, and that uh, man, that's it's so important. But I'm also um, it's a hard thing because you don't want to get too caught up in it. But it is it's the main engine for marketing we have as artists right now, and so it is really important to focus on how you want to present yourself. And so I, what I would say is do your best to integrate the art with the commerce in a way that feels healthy to you as an artist. I love that answer, actually, because when we, you know, you do listen to all the episodes and this is Hearts Unleashed, right? Like, which means that each individual person has something that works specifically for them. And I hear totally. that that's what you're navigating is, right? Like I'm all about the art. I get the business and now it's about perfecting it. I like what you said, returning to purity, right? Is mm-hmm. yeah. how can it be back Heckendorf the way that you love to? Because I think, and I I appreciate um, the acknowledgement too. And I, I do appreciate when people recognize my marketing skill, but it's me being me, right? Like it's me finally stopping playing by anyone's rules about what marketing is supposed to look like. Totally. And I, th- I think that's why it's successful. You know, I mean, it's so much of social yeah, media, I feel like, is is about getting out of your own way, you know, mm-hmm. and just being comfortable taking your phone yes. and being like, ah, oh, yep, I'm taking a video of myself and not performing for the camera, but just being with a friend, you know, that kind of vibe. Yeah, I like I like that perspective. And 
Um, the other perspective, I like what you said, and I want to ask um, your experience of it, which is I'm going to make my money off of this, right? Is uh, something that I often say is getting paid to be you. And I talk mm-hmm. more about that one-on-one with my clients in a call, I'll say like, what does it look like for you to get paid to be you? Oh, so I have these conversations with my clients more one-on-one, like, what does it look like for you to get paid to be you? And, and so what does it look like? But, and also, what does it feel like for you to get paid to be you? I mean, it's pretty awesome. I, I think uh, it took me a while to actually learn how to charge for that, you know, um, to be like, yeah. yeah, this is my fee. And, uh, you know, it, it took me a while to even feel comfortable doing that because I was like, uh, like, people are going to pay me for this, you know? Um, so that that was <laughs> w- once I crossed that hurdle, it, it felt really good. And I felt like I could run my business confidently. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's awesome. I think I'm, 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 I'm still honing it. And I think there's other parts of what I do that I can monetize. But yeah, I think as long as you're able to sort of put on the business hat and do the business thing and then take that off and go and do the creative thing, um, they work together really nicely. Cool. And what did it take for you to start charging and raising your rates? Because I think we all have some sort of initiation story or what it's like when Mm -hmm. we start when we actually start asking for money for performance or our skill. What what did it take from you to be able to do that? Well, so I guess at first when I when it when it first started happening and I started getting show offers, I was so timid to ask for money. I was young too, so like a part of it is just maturity and growing up and learning that that's a part of being an adult. But um, I think what actually happened was someone someone offered me a fee. I said name. I, I was like, name your price, and they like they named a big fee, and I was like okay, word, then I guess that's my standard from now on, you know? And I just like stuck to that. Um, I love so, that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I guess my philosophy with, with art is, um, I, I think you can charge a, you can charge well, you know, because there's a lot of years that go into it. Um, and playing shows is a way that I value what I do. You know, and it, and especially I, I know for a lot of music artists that that's that's where we make our money these days. So so it's not coming from Spotify. It's not coming from other places. So um, I think you have to be confident as a musician and be like, this is what I charge, and this is what I do, and this is you know this is what you're getting. And so I love it. I mean, and, and it's enjoyable. So it's it's all good. I want to ask you a few questions about like performing and being on the mm-hmm. stage and things like that, that, that feeling, yeah. but you said something, um, you said something that I'd like to go back to for a second, which was not coming from Spotify. It's not coming from iTunes, right? Like there is so much of this work, even this podcast, right? Like, yeah, someone might hire me because of it, or um, you might be on a show and get another show and all of those things. But for the most part, the marketing is unpaid work. And putting your yeah. content out there is generally unpaid. And so this is such a labor of love. And so I do wonder yeah. when you were getting going or when things get tough, what keeps you going? Well, I mean, I think I think one of the reasons that, you know, I connect with your work and I connect with Timothy is that like 
I am really into spirituality. I am into, uh, you know, seeking truth and all this stuff. And for me, music is my main conduit for that. I feel super tapped in when I'm writing songs. And so that, what, what I've learned, and, I, and I've tried to put music down. I mean, I went to college and I was like, I need a new path. This, you know, I kind of got my ass kicked. And I tried to put it down and I just realized that it, it is not going away, no matter what I do. And so for me, that's, you know, I guess that realization helped me just realize that it, it is such an integral part of my life and my purpose that, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's easy. It's, it's going to continue whether I want it to or not, you know? Um, and, I appreciate and, that. Yeah. <laughs> And so it helps me connect with other people, you know, like the feeling of singing my song with other people and, and you know, other people singing my lyrics back to me. It's, it's this, uh, it just fills me up. That's so cool. Well, and actually I'd love to just segue that right into, tell us what it's like to be on stage in front of people. And like you just said, hearing your song sung back to you, like that's so rad. <laughs> It, it is rad. It is rad. I think it's probably my favorite part of the job when the songs connect, you know, I think there's a difference between going into a, a new arena where no one knows you and playing your music for new, new. Um, that's a different thing than, you know, having my name on the marquee and, and having a bunch of people who, who know and love my music. That's my favorite thing in the world. Cause it's like, there's a foundation, I guess, for them to know what I'm about and that that's the best. And I have to tell you, speaking of singing your lyrics, uh, the day that your album came out on September 25th, I was with Timothy and my mom in yeah. truck. We were on our way from Chicago to Illinois and we put it on the, on the Bluetooth in the car. And my mom's like, who is this? And he's like, so she, so your compliments for my mom is like, his voice is so dynamic. Every song sounds so different. So like, and Lock it's on. true. I completely, yeah, it was so cool. And um, every song of Hawk Talk is so good. And just um, like, Thanks, it's very interesting because it's a, you're when I love that you said it's a spiritual connection, because the way that I'd like to say it is like it's a song of the soul, because every song I heard, like I, I felt like I heard it before, or like it just felt so familiar mm. and warm. And so I just want to say that because I loved it. <laughs> that's that's a huge compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we're we're not anywhere near the end, but tell people where they can go get a hold of Hawk Talk and all of that stuff. Yeah, Hawk Talk. So I mean, it's on on the Spotify's, the Apple Music's, all that jazz. Um, I'm also I created vinyl for the first time, which is very exciting. So you can buy vinyl on my website. At Keckendorf.com, and uh, also a cool piece of merch. I've been I've been a journaler since I was a kid, and so I I'm kind of like a journal nerd, actually. Uh, like I really like specific things about journals, and so I made Hawk Talk journals uh, with one of my favorite journal companies called Baron Fig. Uh, so yeah, you can also get those online. 
Well, I saw you had these like merch packages. So I definitely would love to encourage the listeners to go to ZachHeckendorf.com. And obviously you can always listen on Spotify and iTunes, but that again, like what we were talking about earlier, like if you really want to support an artist or a business owner, head straight to their website and look at what they've got to offer. And I saw your vinyl come out. That was really cool. And then also, this is not your first album, obviously. So tell us, how many albums do you have out now? This is number four. So I've done, yeah, four and a couple couple EPs. Is this your favorite project? Yes. I think my favorite is always my latest work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's always being updated with whatever's newer. But, but yeah, I think uh, this is definitely, I've really come into myself more as a human over the past four years. I mean, I, I'm, I went to school in New York and um, that city changed me. I mean, in, in a really positive way. And so I feel, I just feel like the, the, the songs, the messages, everything about it, the packaging, everything is just more confident. It's more of me saying, here I am world than the other ones. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, when I look back at the four albums I put out, it's just, I really can trace my, my growth very yeah. clearly. I can uh, definitely say that about my books as well. So I, and I, I imagine totally. every creative soul and artist and people putting themselves out there represents the growth. Um, now yep. Hawk Talk, Hawk has a specific uh, meaning for you. Tell us a little bit about like the inspiration and, and what Hawk and Hawk Talk means for you. Yeah, so I guess in a, in a general sense, Hawk Talk is about the symbols that present themselves to us and kind of let us know that we're on the right path. For me, I, I started, I was living in Los Angeles and I started seeing hawks all, like all the time. And um, they, and at first I was like, no, oh, that's not weird, whatever, I'm just seeing these birds. And then it happened, there was a couple circumstances where it happened at such strange times and in such strange places that I was like, all right, there's, there's something to this. And so from there on out, I, I just, I started to see the hawk as this reassuring symbol. So that, that's what it's about. I think as I've told more people that, it, I'm not the only one that has it. I think, I think that's why I like the concept is because um, I think we all have these symbols that just reassure us in some way. And um, to me, I, I feel like that was almost my entrance into believing in a higher power. And it's kind of a part of my spiritual journey. So that's what it's about. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you're, you're so spot on. It's like when you open up and share, like this happens for me and people are like, Oh, this happens for me too. But we might all have our different representation of, of spirit or signals or affirmations, totally. you know? So totally. I really love that. And, um, so I often ask my guests and I've been grilling you this whole episode or, you know, we've been talking about you, you just being um, like following your dreams, but I'd like to ask it specifically is like, what does it look like for Zach Heckendorf's heart to live unleashed? To live unleashed. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I guess, I guess uh, a lot of the times I feel, and I've had discussions about this where people disagree, but I think a lot of the times it means just being in my power, like feeling really sturdy in myself. Um, and, and one of the phrases you use a lot that I really like is inner authority. When my inner authority, it has free reign. When kind of the blockages that 
that I create for my inner authority are out of the way, that's when I feel my heart is is unleashed. Thank you. That makes me, it just makes me happy that like it was almost musical to listen to you say that. <laughs> um, and I like, I'm just grateful that our listeners get to hear it said that way. And when you said sturdy in myself and, and my inner authority, like having that full, full range of motion and permission is, yeah. I mean, that's all we can hope for, for, for any one person, because we get to deliver our gifts. And what yeah. I know about yeah. being able to arrive there is you have to give some things up too. So what sort of things have you given up in order to live unleashed? Oh my gosh. Um, so much. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Uh, the big thing for me was, was self doubt and anxiety in general. You know, I think, or the one I can really think pinpoint is second guessing. And I've been a second guesser for a lot of my life. And that's something that New York really helped me with because, you know, I come from Denver and it's a very nice city. You know, it's like people are very, they're very kind and, and that's cool. In New York, you just really have to learn how to assert. And that second guessing thing fell away. And once that fell away, I don't know, my life started opening up in a really beautiful way. So I'd say second guessing is is the main one, but there's there's probably a long list of other things I've quit, and probably more that I that I need to quit in the future. Yes, agreed, agreed. <laughs> um, I want like I want to extend that question and ask about: Have you experienced any specific uh, ego deaths that you'd love to share? Maybe jam out on for a second. Yeah, well, um, I think what I, I partly from some of my psychedelic experiences, uh, if I'm allowed to share that. Um, some, I, I think what I've learned is my, my ego is hanging on, you know? Um, I, I think I, I actually am very interested in when people talk about ego death and everything because um, mine doesn't want to die, <laughs> to, to, to put it lightly. And I think like... <laughs> No, none of ours do. And like, I'm so totally. glad you're sharing this. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I guess what I, I've had conversations with people about, about that. And I, I sort of feel like my ego is serving a purpose and it's going to, it's going to, the it's a process and it's going to wash out of the system at some point. But for right now, like it almost feels um, like it's it's important for me to just acknowledge my ego and like say okay it's okay that you're here right now because I I did I was into I was reading a bunch of Zen and all this stuff and was trying to do the ego dissolution thing and just realized like that's not happening <laughs> at least now and so um, do I want it in the future hundred percent but he's hanging on <laughs> right like like a cat on a curtain. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And um, I like what you're saying here. And I, I imagine that there's a lot of listeners that relate, that they, they're committed to the work. Uh-huh. They can probably see, identify, and acknowledge the ego. But that's like, how can we get, how can we get the, I like how you said, like, cleanse the system or like wash from the system. And uh, I, I think that where, so a pivot point for listeners who are also committed to this work is like that pivot point is integration, actually inviting the ego to the table instead of wishing it away because it will leave. It'll accept its invitation to leave. 
in a sense. And mm. so, um, yeah, right? Like, what do you hear in that? What, what do I hear in that? Hold on, let me think. Sorry, I, I had I had a thought and then I lost it. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Mm, well, I so seeing, accepting, identifying, and then inviting it in, including it as part of who you are. Mm. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I think, well, I think that's what, I think what I realized is that when I was doing the second guessing and the self-doubting and the insecure social anxiety thing, I, that's when I was even more in my ego. Yeah. I guess what I say, think is that there's a really healthy use of ego. I had to learn how to use my ego. And so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm still fumbling around in that phase yeah. where I'm like, oh, this thing actually helps me sometimes. You know, yeah. he could, and, and and so that's that to me is is the integration thing where it's important to listen to yourself. And I don't know if that's always ego. You know, mm-hmm. I, I it might defining the ego might help, but talk about it. But I, I um, mm-hmm. there's healthy ego and there's insecure, self doubty mm-hmm. ego, and it's it's probably good to separate those two somehow. Yeah. And you're dancing around in the topics of self-mastery and then transcendence. And so for those of anybody who's like love in this conversation, hang out and buy the book Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love that comes out on Thanksgiving Day because we learn how, right? We learn how to just, and you got a little snippet of that book. I'm so excited. But um, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I get really pumped. I just submitted it for printing today. So um, congrats. It, you move fast. That's how we, that's how kind of how we first connected is you sent me that. And I was like, I was so drawn to what you're saying. So drawn to your words. I mean, I think I'll stroke your ego a little bit, but, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, I, I, both, both you and Timothy, I feel like are like, honestly, like spiritual guides to me in in a big way. I learned, I learned so much from you guys. And, uh, you know, I, I guess one of the things I've, I think about, the, the spiritual work and the healing work is that we're all on this ladder and sometimes you're reaching down and, and helping other people up. And sometimes you're looking up and asking others for help, a hand up. And it's this, it, we're all helping each other climb and uh, you know, you read, reading alchemizing judgment or even those couple of chapters. And it felt like that, you know? So mm. thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And I had sent you what I had written at the time. And then I obviously finished it. And it's like every chapter builds on that. And so it's such a cool because there's the integrity pillar and then alignment and then faith. And so every chapter and every part of that book is a deeper and deeper connection to the the work that we were just jamming out on around self-mastery, integrating the ego, accepting it. Because so like with the concept of transcendence, which I witness within you is, right? Like you're so connected to spirit through your music. And it's also part of the ego. It's part of the identity. It's how you bring spirit into form on this planet. And it's so divine. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I think that's, that's what I've realized about the ego is like, this isn't something to shun or dissolve yet for me. It's, it's, right. it's helping me do something here that I feel it, it, it has a purpose to serve. And once it's done that, I, I have no doubt that it'll dissolve. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, do you feel that about your work as well? Yeah. And what I love about what you're saying, because like 
people like and like think about us sitting here like the zach body the abigail body our voices our personalities yeah, yeah. on the heart telling podcast like it is how we connect and identify with others to share such powerful message and so i do feel mm-hmm. that way about my work is i i remember struggling through transformation um sharing transformation in my first year because i i understood it but i could not articulate it and I certainly didn't know how to package it as for others to check into, plug into. And so, yeah. I'm amazed by your ability to to package things the way you are. I mean, really, you're a Jedi. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> uh, practice and not wanting to explain transformation all the time. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. So you just you package it and then people can go to that and not. Yes, I totally get it. Yeah. Well, and just understanding that, well, okay, here's a good perspective, especially with the ego and then like transcending it, it dissolving, right? Is um, it is, we are meant to dissolve it. We are meant to, it will be there. And at any point we choose it and check into it, but we also are so present to our spiritual self. So when, when you asked that question, it made me remember like, yeah, I really actually relate to myself as a green angel. Right? Like I'm up there hanging out, having fun, like this limitless, boundless being. And I can't function on earth like that. So I have to take form. Yeah. What do you hear that one? <laughs> How do you relate to that? Well, I, I mean, I was, I, I guess I was thinking about that something Timothy told me. Um, I, I guess I don't know if I should share that. Maybe that's private, but. But I guess it was, I don't think he'd be mad. Just about how you two relate on a, a, how you two related on a spirit level. He was just talking about that and about just the the interplay between the spirit level and the human level. And it's very cool. It's very cool. It's like you have an admirable relationship. Thank you so much. And and the fact that we have that inner relationship with our creative, our creative energy, our creative selves, and the way that we get to show up in the planet. So I want to thank you for the way that you show up on the planet and the way that you serve and share your gifts. And so where can people connect to you, especially in the online world? I love what you said, like social media is the engine and it certainly is. So where can we find you on social media? I'm most most active on Instagram. So this is at Z Heckendorf. so yeah, I think that's where I update my adventures the most. Um, also at zachheckendorf.com. And and yeah, you know, I also think of Spotify and Apple Music as social media. So um, yeah. yeah, you can you can listen to my music there. And YouTube. Yes. Forgot about YouTube. Yeah. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, but um, well, and I know that a lot of people like to tune into maybe music videos and music that way. So Totally. Um, thanks for sharing all of those. And and thanks for sharing your unleashed heart. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you, Abigail. It's it's very exciting for me. Yeah, well, and I'd like to, um, you know, listeners, we will have all of these links in the show notes. This episode is coming out. Oh, and you have a live show hmm. coming up that we can do. Yes, I, so I, I put together a virtual concert and I filmed it with a bunch of musicians here in Denver and people... 
uh, playing music remotely. And so, yeah, it's actually, it's going to be a big event. Uh, it's, we'll, we'll sell tickets to it and it'll be a one-time streaming event on uh, the 29th. Thursday, October 29th. 29th. of October. Mm, yep. like a Halloween show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, you know, I did not dress up. I, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Well, you guys, be sure to check out the show notes. Um, so it's coming up. That show is up in a week. So head over to ZachHeckendorf.com to sign up. Or you can check the blog of the Hearts Unleashed podcast for Zach's episode. But I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and meeting one of my dear friends. And Zach, I just want to, again, thank you for being here. Thanks for being a loyal listener of the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I so appreciate that too. And just want to acknowledge you for the light and the divinity, the masculine being that you are in this world. It's it's really beautiful. Thank you, Abigail. Thank you. Love you. Have a great day. Have a great Love life. You too. And, uh, <laughs> rock in all of your music. Certainly enjoying it over here. Awesome. And thank you, Hearts. Thanks for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.